Hey guys, welcome back to With Joy, where we talk to highly successful people across the world and gain practical knowledge from their experiences. Today I'm joined by Alexandra DiGizzaro, a fashion photographer, writer, and entrepreneur based in Milan, Italy. Now, she graduated from law but decided to pursue her true calling within photography. In fact, she met the Hadid sisters backstage at Milan Fashion Week and also has countless crazy stories of her photography experience with various influencers. With that being said, let's dive into meeting her. Hi Joy, thank you for having me here. Hey Alexandra, how are you doing? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Now Alexandra, we previously talked before, but I think that your story is amazing. And I kind of wanted to jump into how you transitioned into your job. Of course, before we do so, you might want to talk a bit about yourself. I'm a fashion photographer, writer, and entrepreneur. I originally come from Poland, but now I live in Milan, Italy. And back in Poland, I graduated law. And this is something that you mentioned that my story of transition, because when I moved to right after graduating law, I moved to Italy to join my then fiance and now my husband. I realized that the job market in Italy is completely different than the one in Poland. For something like eight months, I've been struggling to find a job. And I just couldn't get like interviews. I couldn't get any job. And I was getting more and more depressed because I have three degrees, I speak five languages, and I couldn't find, like, you know, I didn't even get an interview for a secretary. It was depressing. Oh my gosh, right. So, and at that moment, I just decided, okay, I'm putting so much effort into getting a job that I would most probably hate. So how about if I try putting the same effort into doing something I love and see how it goes, because it can't go any worse than that. And like that, I I transitioned to being a fashion photographer and I managed to become a work full time as a freelancer. And a few months ago, I started my second branch of my career that is helping artists turn their creative passion into a full time job. Right. And I saw that you previously took a lot of photos of people during Fashion Week at Milan and everything like that. So I can see your transition was definitely successful. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> yes. So with that being said, Alexandra, what made you want to go from law to something like arts and photography? So I never, like I love photography since I was a teenager, since I was like 12 or 13. I just never really considered it could be my job I you know I was brought up by two doctors my grandparents are teachers so I was in this very traditional way of thinking I knew I couldn't be a doctor because I just hate biology and all the stuff (laughs) Uh, but obviously I was expected to get some good job and to get Mm -hmm. some good education so that's why I went to law actually I went to law because I didn't get into film school (laughs) it was another (laughs) another particular oh I I didn't make it to film school I'm going to law now (laughs) oh my god yeah it was it was just okay you know after law graduating law in Poland you can do so many things and one of the one of the reasons was that the head of the Polish Film Institute graduated law so I was like okay so yeah maybe I I can do that too (laughs) Uh, and I just didn't really have an idea for my life but even during studies uh, my mom saw that I was like continuously taking pictures going on photo shoots and what they just told me honey I know you will not be a lawyer just please graduate (laughs) oh my god (laughs) okay (laughs) holy cow I love your mom okay (laughs) 
what happened. <laughs> so so then I, I moved to Italy and it's also so crazy and difficult and I wasn't learning anything. I was like, okay, you know, I've been doing for the last months or years what other people wanted me to do and it didn't work out at all. So now let's see how it goes if I do something that I actually want to do. And right. so I started with doing the like smallest thing, the only idea I had because I was in a foreign country. I barely spoke the language. Mm-hmm. I like I didn't know anybody. I was in a small town at the time. I wasn't in Milano. My my husband is also a doctor, so all, all the friends were all from hospital. So there was nobody in the creative space that could actually help me. Right. So my only idea at the time was okay let's try instagram like i don't know anybody i don't have any other ideas if i can start there's no fashion in this video okay let's just try instagram right. so i bought, bought a course i started posting studying about hashtags and all this stuff and actually a month later i got a message from this indian blogger saying hi i'm going to fashion week milan fashion week next week uh would you like to join me and take pictures of me take pictures uh, backstage and of the fashion shows and i was like whoa yes definitely i want to so it was like it was huge and uh, imagine that my first show was uh, moschino moschino backstage where you know there was jeremy scott Gigi hadid yeah bella hadid kaya gerber and all this stuff all the celebrities yeah yeah i was like what am i doing here (laughs) (laughs) it's your first one too Oh my it was goodness. my first one. It was my first one, but I was like, okay, I think it's like a sign that I'm on the right track. <laughs> yeah, d- definitely. I mean, I hope so. Right. <laughs> I know, obviously, then your first time going through this was very successful again. So, Alexandra, I'm curious to see were there any instances within photography that made you feel a little discouraged or any challenges that you came through? Well, there were a lot of challenges and it's not that you know this thing of fashion week uh like solved all my problems because it was just like a shooting star and later i came back to my town and i was struggling again so i just as i said i just considered it as as a sign that i'm on the right track and now i have to do the job to arrive to this point like permanently so um, because of course I was struggling with finding clients uh, I didn't know anybody nobody knew me so it, it was difficult I also as I said I was living in a small town three hours uh, from Milan and many people were contacting me who were coming to Milan so and it happened to me a few times that I came to Milan and the last second the client uh, cancelled the shooting so I just did you know three hours I waited one hour for the, the next Aww. bus and I just came back and, and so this was really really destroying mm-hmm. and yeah it happened right. it's not that it became so pink and amazing immediately no it was like okay this is something you can get now get the, to the job to come back there right so that one time like you said is a shooting star and afterwards it's all up to you hard work and diligence absolutely i mean i don't expect you every single time to luckily have someone inviting Uh. you to fashion week (laughs) (laughs) that would be great but yeah last time we talked i remember the time you told me about your experiences on this island doing these photo shoots that was crazy why don't you tell everyone a bit about that Okay, yeah, this is a crazy story. So I was invited to take pictures on the Maldives. So I went there with the with this blogger 
this fashion blogger and it was great obviously it was totally exotic and we arrived to this island that was like one kilometer long and there was only our hotel there nothing else and it was like a few hundred kilometers from from the capital city of uh, of Maldives so it was like really really in the middle of nowhere so I arrived the first because the blogger uh, her plane was late so we practically lost the all the first day of shooting because her plane was late and the next day the next morning we obviously started shooting we had all those dresses we had to shoot and as she was a guest of the hotel she was also promoting the hotel the hotel like offered us some additional things to so that she can promote it better and we went on this snorkeling trip. I had the underwater cover for my camera. First, I went to the pool and I checked it if everything was fine and it was fine. And so then I, I just put my camera there. I've done it a million other times and I entered water and I was taking pictures. We were snorkeling. I saw this amazing turtle and suddenly my camera stopped working the moment I wanted to take a picture of this amazing turtle. And then I noticed that there was water inside of my my cover and oh, I was obviously God. panicking my yeah. camera wasn't working it was salty water so you know I, obviously it wasn't working I we waited some time we tried drying it nothing so it was practically a complete disaster because everybody yes. was asking me but how is that you didn't have a spare camera how is that you didn't have another one I'm like I couldn't afford another one <sighs> so I just okay. had the one my main camera so it, I was obviously, oh my God, what should I do? Fortunately, this, this blogger is a very nice girl, but obviously it was also <laughs> a problem. Like, she was probably scared we, too, yeah. Yeah, we came here to promote the hotel, what should we do? And we have all those dresses from designers, we can't just take pictures with the phone, especially that she's very, very, very putting a lot of attention on quality. Right. So we tried, okay, let's find the solution. They didn't want to give us the camera, neither, because no, we are not the owners, we are just workers, the owner didn't let us, no way. Uh, right. So we were like, I was, okay, I will buy a new camera. So even being in the middle of the sea. So uh, <laughs> one of the uh, stewards of the, of the hotel was nice enough to help us send somebody uh, who was in the capital city uh, there in Maldives to to check what cameras were available and they said okay in case tomorrow morning we send it by plane and uh, he checked but turned out that even except the fact that everything on Maldives is more expensive that they had only Canons and I had an icon and oh I have everything gosh. for Nikon so I, I was oh. like okay I can't buy I have lenses I have flash I have everything for Nikon and it's not that I can suddenly buy a, no. a Canon so it was really a disaster Goodness. and we started searching for something like renting a camera but you know you imagine how is you are in islands there are like 200 islands oh islands of one kilometer right. so <laughs> you don't really count on anything like also you know obviously the island so it's less developed than than being like in Milan or, or in Canada. So it was like very, very difficult. Eventually we we called somebody who we thought was renting the cameras. Turned out he was just a photographer, but he was also having a group of other photographers. So he said, okay, I will ask if some of my photographers could rent you the camera. Oh. And one, somebody said they could, but first they said quite a high price and also secondly they said they have to be with us all the time during shooting and we had like other two and a half days of shooting so it was like no way that we want you on our shooting, obviously we would feel uncomfortable. Right, right. Um, 
there was this other guy who said like reasonable price he said he can leave us the camera for two days and and later he will come back to take it Amazing. so we were waiting there on this on this little like bridge you know on this oh island and goodness. suddenly they came this like you know fishing oh. boat oh my god <laughs> from the horizon and came a guy with a camera and i was like no way that this is happening <laughs> and after, after this story i said okay you know if we manage to find a camera from maldives from a one kilometer long island like anything is possible you really can do everything <laughs> oh my gosh you were so lucky that one person oh my goodness yeah but you can imagine we try okay let's let's go tr try to rent from the hotel let's try to rent from this no 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 always no okay i will buy so i was okay okay i will buy the camera no because there's no nikon in all maldives oh my god <laughs> oh my goodness you probably lost a few years off your life just worrying about this my goodness. yeah I, I was like i was devastated so like oh my god such a shame and uh, what should i do <laughs> Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can I can imagine how crazy it would have been, especially because she's someone that is sponsoring or like, you know, advertising the hotel. That's such a disaster. I mean, yeah. you pull through, right? At least you pull through. <laughs> yeah, and we managed to do all the all the shots. We managed to do all the looks we wanted. Uh, oh my God. We were working quite much, but but we managed getting up at 6 a.m. to take the sunrise pictures, etc. But yes, we managed eventually everything finished up fine. <laughs> Except that my camera uh, really died. It was impossible <laughs> to repair. Even if my favorite service shop, they couldn't even like no, they couldn't they couldn't fix it. So unfortunately, I loved it very much, but it's bad. But you got a new camera after, right? <laughs> yeah, I bought another camera. <laughs> okay, thank God, because <laughs> I don't know what you would do otherwise. I had to. <laughs> now you're experienced. You gotta have some uh, some backup plans. <laughs> oh, now I have now I have an old camera that I take with me everywhere, even for small photo shoots here. Last Ooh. time my husband asked me, "Why are you why your bag is so heavy?" Because I have a second camera. But why are you taking it? After Maldives, I take it everywhere. And actually, I used it because my main camera suddenly stopped making videos. I, and I don't know, it got too warm oh. or anything. And I was right. in the middle of shooting a music video and it stopped making taking videos. So. Goodness. <laughs> wow. What a freaking adventure. And people think that photography is easy. My goodness. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, think twice. <laughs> I'm sure you've gone through a lot of crazier stories. It's just we don't have all day. But besides everything that you've gone through, do you have any main thing that you want everyone to know, perhaps from your experiences, a main message that you feel is extremely important? So the most important thing is if whatever you want to do, you have to have the something I call an active mindset. So don't just wait for opportunities. Try keep searching for them actively. Like no matter you, as I said, I was in a foreign country. I didn't know anybody. And I only had this silly idea of trying out Instagram. And I wouldn't go to the Milan Fashion Week if I wouldn't do this thing. So like trust your intuition and just try and whatever comes into your head and don't worry if things don't work, just try another thing and focus on what you already have. Because I know many people who tell me, oh, I don't have the right equipment. I don't have the studio, I have that, I don't have that. 
who cares? You have so many other things. So focus on what you already have and what you already can give and what that somebody else might need. And I think these are the most, the most uh, important things to remember. Exactly. You're absolutely right. Like you said, you were able to scrape by with that camera. Oh my goodness. Honestly, like you said, if you could find a camera in a one kilometer island, you guys literally have no excuse to not be able to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> my gosh. Given that you're a photographer, do you also have any tips on, I know during COVID-19 especially, I've seen a lot of people take the initiative to have photo shoots in their own home. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the Vogue challenge that a lot of people have tried. Similarly, there are so many people who are always looking out for any photography tips to make themselves look better, to take better photos of other people. So do you have any tips on those people who either want to become models or people who are um, part-time photographers? So if you're, if you're taking pictures, especially of models, but not only also of your products or whatever you want to take pictures of the most important thing is in photography is light so pay attention on this and especially if you're a beginner avoid contrast so don't take pictures of something that is in shadow if the background is in full light or the opposite because there will be very strong shadows there will contrast and it will not look good so even if you're taking pictures at home try doing it with a natural light like open the window and just have this nice blurry soft light this is something that works best also for selfies for photographing people for photographing products for everything so this is number one uh, number two a mistake i see so so much mm -hmm. is be careful to background because especially with selfies but not only uh, people focus on the main subject that they are photographing that they don't notice what's happening behind like what's in the background of the picture and later there's a mess so this is something that's very important that the picture is organized have few elements well composed than having 20 that make more chaos than than nice nice pictures so this is the second important thing if you're photographing people don't photograph them like standing straight mm -hmm. because uh, this way you make the people, people look smaller so when you photograph objects it's said that there's a rule that you should photograph them like from the middle of their height to keep the proportions i personally like to take pictures from bottom i almost sit on the ground because it makes the figure of the person look taller and mm. the the silhouette looks nicer right. so these are these are things when you want to take pictures when you want to pose for pictures like don't get all stiff like this because like <laughs> you, you you can see it and it's mm -hmm. like try if you're not a model like try doing natural things so don't know play with your hair laugh uh, like don't try to be perfect because if you try to be perfect you look like it and, 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 <laughs> and it's, really, it's really really visible on pictures if you don't like your I don't know your size that you think you are too fat or you have some you know layers on the belly that maybe you would like to hide if you think you are like too big try posing from profile so it makes you naturally look slimmer. Also, you can put your hand on your belly, like naturally, like if you're just standing like this and you cover the things that you don't want to show. Mm. So these are a few things you, you may use for taking pictures. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure you also, since you've been on Instagram and everything, you've probably seen a lot of 
mistakes and you were like, oh my goodness, people, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when I ask somebody to take pictures of me during the trips because it's easy to oh, think, oh my God, that everybody's taking pictures. I, maybe nobody is my profession. And later I ask people to take picture of me with, don't know, let's say a church and they take picture of me on the floor and the church is not there. So then I think like, okay, um, yeah, now I know why my profession is <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Photo- who's taking photos of photographers? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, ima- imagine my wedding. That was a tough one. <laughs> oh my goodness. For the wedding, I managed to find a really nice girl. She was really good. So I, I wasn't really worried about the pictures after I found her. But when I asked, for example, don't know, my husband to take pictures of me or somebody, I like, directly accept that probably I will not be with the picture that I want. But I practically <laughs> say, okay, frame it like this from here to here i should be in this point and for sure take this part <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so now you're used to giving directions <laughs> yeah or, or, I, or i take a picture of them and i say okay and now look at this and then we take the same of me <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sad but you gotta do what you gotta do so i guess with everything that's being said alexandra If anyone ever wants to reach out to you, perhaps also get their photos done by you, how can the audience reach out to you? So definitely the easiest way is to reach out through my website that is creativeartist.online. It redirects to my website with my name. That was too difficult to to even spell. (laughs) And so yes, it's creativeartist.online and there is a live chat that you can write and I answer as soon as I manage. Uh, There is a contact form. There are also links to my social media. You can see my photos. You can see how I, how I help artists to turn their uh, passion into a full-time job. There is also free audio training that you can download. That is exactly if you want to start as, a, as an artist. It's called From a Hobbyist to a Full-Time Artist in Five Steps. So there, there are a lot of things going on. So definitely it's great if you could visit my website. That is creativeartist.online. Also, I'm especially active on Instagram because fashion is on Instagram. So uh, it's Alexandra Garlert, Alexandra with KS, and on Facebook uh, too. So, but you can find all the links on, on my website. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Alexandra. I know in this day of age, photography means so much, not just for professionals anymore. Instagram has really elevated that. So thank you so much for your amazing tips and your crazy story about that <laughs> island. Made me really stressed out too, but you know what? <laughs> Now that we're talking about it, we laugh about it, but back then I'm sure you would have been super stressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but now at least I have a good story to tell. (laughs) Yeah, so thank you so much for being on with Joy. A lot of people benefit from this. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. With our talk, it's fair to say that luck can be a factor to your success, but it must be taken with optimism and diligence. In highly intensive moments, we may often feel helpless and swept by fate, but in another perspective, it's an amazing learning opportunity as well. Next week, we'll be talking to Jennifer Rotman and her journey with empowering those who may be camera shy to fully embrace their inner divas. Follow us at withjoy underscore podcast on Instagram and withjoypodcast on Facebook. All episodes are released every Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you all next week.